0: Welcome to Decaf. Mark and Taylor back again, except for Mark is gone again in Chicago and it's probably sitting in a hotel room right now.
1: Yep, for a wedding. But I got all my jazz stuff on after the, the start of last night. The season's back on.
0: Are you drinking an iced coffee?
1: I, I am. Iced Cheers. Latte. Mm-hmm. I tried. I actually tried. Uh, I never did this it before. It's macadamia milk.
0: Oh, it's good.
1: It is good. I like the almond milk. But I think I like this better.
0: I have been doing oat milk and I actually ordered an extra shot of espresso this morning because I went to see Halloween Kills last night, which I will say the first Halloween movie from a long time. Michael Myers, the first Halloween movie from a long time ago is incredible. Everything since then is just like absolute carnage. It's just like not even good stories. It's just carnage. Um, I didn't sleep well after seeing it last
1: night. It's funny, I watched the original Halloween movies like maybe five or six years ago and like because of the awful like special effects, I'm, like this is the stupid, like this isn't scary at all. But like at that time, I would have been terrified yes. But because now the special effects are so much better. It's like, this is clearly ridiculous.
0: Yes, so it, I actually think the first Halloween movie is really good because the actual story is good. Like they- it was they good, yeah, yeah, yeah. just well, wasn't
1: scary because of what we know.
0: Yes, but the 2018 one is- I think the 2018 Halloween the story writing is better. It's creepier, or whatever. This one that's like a direct follow-up to it is just, all it was was carnage. It was like if Quentin Tarantino wrote a Halloween movie, like it was just carnage.
1: <laughs> it's also another another franchise. Like just stop, like maybe just three stop. or four. It, it, it's like the Fast and Furious. Like we've had enough,
0: fine. Yes, it's, like the screen movies. Not
1: keep going. The yeah. first
0: screen movie, I love it. The rest of them like, okay, give it a rest. <laughs>
1: They're still making money i guess that's the only reason they'd be doing it so good that's for the them
0: only reason they're doing it um speaking of sagas that but but ours is a good saga the pork report is about to come out we've been doing the pork report for years and years and years the
1: sequels are speak, good. Speak, speaking of sagas
0: yes the, the saga <laughs> of the pork just being absolutely terrible okay. And the best thing about the Pork Report is that everybody at home gets to have a part in it. So every year we pick three entries or four entries, this year it's three, to be voted on as Pork of the Year. Um, It's the ones that our staff think is the most egregious, and then we let you guys fight it out at home and vote on it. Mark, what are our, drumroll please, for our Pork of the Year entries for this year?
1: Yes, yeah, so we have three choices. We haven't done it the past couple of years. Um, so I'm glad that we're getting it back in the people's hands. That's where it belongs, right? Democracy in action. Um, yeah. So Go the ahead. three that we picked, which I think are interesting, and I, I want to hear what where you're going to vote for, but uh, the Tennessee on Me program, which we talked about in this program, this is the where the city gave or the state gave $250 vouchers for people to come to Tennessee. So if you stayed in Nashville, Memphis, only some cities they pick, but like if you stayed in a bunch of select cities, they would give tourists money, vouchers to come here, which is of course not the government's job and just insane. Um, now that one wasn't as much money compared to the other ones, I think it was about $3 million, still a lot of money, uh, but it's just something clearly that the government should not be doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Taylor, I roll alert.
1: Yes. So the second one, which this, I, I will say, this is my vote, is Metro Nashville Public Schools, who are just the oh my, the biggest wasters of money in the world. Um, so there's a couple of things they did, but there's, there's one thing specific, and it was the $18 million no-bid contract uh, with Meharry Medical Ventures on a COVID thing, um, basically just COVID contract. And part of this was that they made a $1.8 million website, which looks like absolute trash. You saw it.
0: No, I made, I need you to know that in the seventh grade, I took a web design elective and I made a better looking website than that.
1: It feels like about a 1996 website. It's like, oh, the internet just started, but it's awful. And paying $1.8 million for it is actual theft. Like, I don't know how they could possibly do that. We've talked to experts. And they're like, even with how bad it is, and even with the government, like, assuming the most from them, it should be no more like 50 grand. And they charge $1.8 plus a lot more money in maintenance of the website, which is, I think, about $577,000 a month. But the contract is so vague, it's almost impossible to know what they did that for. So it's $18 million for a no big contract, which is bad, for something that only cost the city of Memphis, I think, like $2 million. So it, it's way out of line with everything else. And it feels like it's almost, it, it seems like incompetence, but it's almost so egregious that it, it, it's hard to believe there's not some kind of theft going on. I don't want to accuse anybody because we know the government can always show us that they are more incompetent than we ever think they could be. <laughs> and MNPS is the exact example. And that doesn't even include what they did where they basically shut down schools, but right. then allowed people to go to the Y to learn so they could learn from the YMCA. But they, it was only students of teachers who yeah. were at home teaching. And like, it, if it's so dangerous, you can't be in school. How can you be at the YMCA? It's just, they are nonsense guys. Yeah, so MMPS with those two things are just an awful, awful organization right now, and they're my vote for pork of the year.
0: That's also my vote. But say the third one.
1: The third one is the other one. that's really close. So this is a very recent one. We have hammered the the West um, Tennessee mega site for a long time, where the government just spent over like two hundred million dollars.
0: I mean, how many pork reports has the mega site been in? Like we we. At least. Yeah.
1: At least two. I think so I think this will be the third one, but we put about $200 million into it. It's kind of, if they build, if we build it, they will come um, and we'll get a big company here. Nobody came for like six or seven years. It was empty. We were just wasting money. It wasn't prepared correctly. And finally, what was it? Two weeks ago, we finally got somebody to, to take that site, which was Ford. Um, but it's gonna have to cost us over a billion dollars total of tax money because we're giving them $500 million. We're paying $400 million of our own money on these like roads, setting them up to make sure that the roads connect places, it's infrastructure, type think, but only for Ford. And then the other $200 million, which prepare the site. And that's right now. Who knows how much more they're going to ask for. So a billion dollars of taxpayer money to this project, which is like, you know, it's going to, I think it passed unanimously or almost unanimously. And it was just like this whole idea of, you know, that our state's fiscally conservative, which it is in so many ways, this is so antithetical to it. And to me, this sounds more like a Biden type program than it does a, a Tennessee program. I know. So, so that one was really, really bad. And not just from a, I think part of it's not just from a, um, policy idea like we hate corporate welfare because they shouldn't be doing it. it's the amount of money which is so insane and then it's these other things which is like it, it, there's it's not as open records as you would like it's, it's kind of secretive there's a lot to it so that's our third choice and my guess we'll be we'll see we should bet I think that one's gonna win We're
0: gonna I think that one's think? gonna win too even though I personally I wrote an entry on the pork report last year about the no bid contract for the sock masks there, oh, yeah. There is, you get really fired up about corporate welfare. I get really fired up about no bid contracts. I think that it's just like the dumbest thing a government could do. And so I, like I know I get really mad about things like that. And so I, my vote is for the no bid contract for MNPS. I think that the mega site will win, but it's your turn to vote. Voting will go live tomorrow, October 22nd, and it will close November the 8th. So we got a window of voting. It'll be on Survey Monkey, and there's a little window on Survey Monkey at the bottom where you can put in your name and email address, and we'll put you on a list to get the pork report as it is released to the public. You'll get it straight in your inbox. So um, well, and we'll be definitely check vote that vote. out.
1: Yeah, we'll send down our weekly email if you're on that. We'll send out our monthly email if you're on that. And we'll put it on our, our social medias as well. So definitely go and vote. It's, it's a big thing. I, and again, even though I'm a corporate welfare guy, you know, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I think the MNPS one is so awful. And, and we also have to give a shout out to Dennis Farrier because he's the one who discovered the story. Um, and it, it's bad. MNPS is a, is a terribly run government entity.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's absolutely ridiculous. So um, go vote.
1: Maybe, maybe we shouldn't give them more money because look at what they do with the money we give them. So this okay. whole idea they need more money. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just,
0: like- <laughs> Just gonna throw that in there. Um, so yeah, speaking of um, terrible government spending, we have got some people who I never thought would would absolutely raise the red flag on government spending, who are on the federal level. Um, there have been some rumors about a couple of our elected officials on the federal level who might leave their party and turn independent over the infrastructure uh, whole situation in D.C. Mark, what is going on there?
1: So, again, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. But there's a report that came out a report that came out yesterday. That said that Joe Manchin, the Democratic senator from West Virginia, um, is considering leaving the Democratic Party and going to independent. Essentially, if they don't, you know, take his wishes into consideration um, with the infrastructure bill, he's basically done. Now he denied this, but it was it was a pretty good report. Now, anytime you have unnamed sources, you always have to worry about that. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of Trump stuff that probably wasn't true because he these unnamed sources. But it's interesting nonetheless because Bernie Sanders just wrote a an op-ed in. The Charleston, I think the Charleston Gazette, the, the home paper Joe Manchin, to trash him for not supporting the infrastructure bill. So uh-huh. it seems like he's really fed up with the Democrats right now because they are just throwing him under the bus. He doesn't I would really, be too. You know, hook, line, and singer. I would be too. I mean, it's like they also, of course, don't realize that if he doesn't win West Virginia, they'll never. It's going to be a Republican by thirty points. So they should be thankful to him and say anything he agrees with us on. That's great. Um, so that's interesting. And, and Kristen Sinema from Arizona is apparently also considering it. Um, again, they have just railroaded these two because they've shown, you know, some sense of fiscal responsibility with some of the, the programs they're going for. And it's really made the left mad. I mean, to the point where you're almost forcing, it feels like you're forcing Manchin to leave the party. So it'll be interesting when it happens. He denied the report, uh, but it seemed like there was a couple, a couple sources on it. So I'm yeah. guessing that there is some truth to it.
0: But again, I would deny it too. You know, until it's drop dead time to like make the call, deny I would deny it. I would I would say, no, it's not the case. But I mean, if I were him, I would be considering it. And if I were him, I would deny that I was considering it. So he's doing everything that kind of makes sense, I would say
1: and it's actually it's in mother jones which is a just an absolute liberal rag trash story but why would it if it was in a conservative source you would feel like it actually may, might have less credibility It's was like oh somebody on the other side said he might leave so it's not like it's somebody who would want that to happen so it's interesting no that mother jones reported it
0: I really wish that you could express your opinion and how you feel about things. Like, tell us how you <laughs> really feel about Mother Jones and about uh-huh. the jazz. And I really wish you could express an opinion. <laughs>
1: Mother um, <laughs> is honestly the worst publication maybe ever, but yes.
0: Like, actual trash bag. Um, So we will be keeping an eye on that because I honestly think that the left is leaving some of their, the Democrat Party is going so far left, they're leaving some of their uh, most important, members. And, you know, we saw this in the Trump era, a bunch of Republicans leaving the Republican Party because they didn't like Trump. And the Democrats were like, the Republican Party is falling apart. Oh, this guy's falling. And now it's like happening to them, too. And so I think it's just a show of whoever gets in power, you have to be really careful with what you do with that power to not lose some of your most important base. Um, I and wish I people would like- learn.
1: Yeah, we'll have an indication how the Democrats actually feel about this because there's a special election, in, I think about two weeks in Virginia for the governor's race, which is Terry McAuliffe, the the Democrat, yes. versus Glenn Youngkin. He's a two, he's he's a he was already governor before. Uh, they have a, t- a term limit, so he came back after two terms. Um, Virginia has been a a very, very blue state, and we'll see what happens. If he wins by less than like three points, the same place that Biden won by 11, that's an issue. If somehow Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, pulls off the upset and and wins the governorship, I think it's going to really make them just super scared about the midterm. And the Democrats have put a lot of emphasis. They sent Obama there. They sent Biden there. They sent Joe Biden to Virginia. So they're sending all of their big guns because they know that a loss there would really kind of put some a lot of maybe middle the road Democrats be like, "Wow, people don't like this. I need to kind of come back a little bit. I'm going to go too far left,
0: and it's going to scare their donors." That,
1: sure. you know, and, and if call wins by ten, they're going to say everything's fine. But we'll see what
0: happens. Yeah, I can't wait. This here, here go Mark and I talking about our uh, our strategy again. This is <laughs> this is where we cut our teeth in politics was on strategy, so we kind of love that. Um, let's talk sports really quick. You've got your Jazz head to toe classic. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, so I'm not an NBA girl. Everybody knows I'm not an NFL, NCAA football, and MLB. Mark's got the NFL and the NBA. So, what are your what are some of your predictions for the NBA this year?
1: Yeah, I'll keep it quick. I mean, um, the Jazz are the best in the NBA last year. They obviously came up small in the playoffs, but I expect that they had the best record in the NBA again this year. So I think that that's, I do think they're going to win the regular season. I hope that we'll see something different in the playoffs, but it'll be interesting. Uh, and then you have to worry about the box. Megan, our, our uh, lawyer is a big box fan. So they are, uh, they're going to be tough in the East with the net. So it'll be, it'll be great. I'm excited. I know that nobody really cares about the NBA. So I won't talk about it that much on this podcast. We can talk about other stuff and I'm very excited.
0: Well, I um I don't have an NBA team, but you are one of my best friends, so I think I need to get a jazz shirt or a hat or something and make I'll buy you
1: a shirt team. or hat if you wear it. I, will <laughs> I really <not>.
0: will. <laughs> I will. I don't have a team, so I might as well. If I if one of my best friends has a team, I might as well have a team. So go. And they're
1: fun thing too because nobody really likes them, but they're like so I don't know. They're such nice guys they do so much for the community.
0: Well, and I also look really good in Navy, like blue is like one of my colors. And so I can like, um, let's talk about baseball. The Braves won so big last night. Now, here's the thing. I think that I am bad luck for the Braves. I'm very superstitious with sports. Every single time I turn the game on, we start losing. And so I have been literally watching Gamecast on my phone on the ESPN app. (laughs) Because when I'm actually watching the game live, we don't do super well. Or I'll, like, I will literally sit in my car in the driveway and listen to it on XM radio. Because when I'm watching. You're, like,
1: very suspicious then.
0: I am very superstitious. When I was in high school, I wore the exact same pair of socks every single football game for an entire season because we were winning. So
1: I'm glad it's not underwear. So I'm glad that yeah, it
0: was socks, it was socks, (laughs) but I, and I didn't wash them. It was really disgusting. Um, but I'm very, very, very superstitious. And so I can't watch the Braves because whenever I start watching the Dodgers start running up the score. And so, um, yeah, I, I but I'm really excited because we might go to the World Series.
1: And what what's kind of cool for Braves fans is that you guys are up two nothing, which is a surprise. The it, it seemed like it's gonna be three nothing Braves, and the Dodgers made this crazy eighth inning comeback to win Game Three. They're down by I three know. runs. But I'll say, like after that happens, is when teams fall apart. So the fact that the Braves came back after blowing that lead and just blew the Dodgers out of the water in Game Four. I mean, it's. I don't want to say it's over, but it's very close to being over. Um, and, and on the other side, of, the Dodgers are, you know, they're the highest payroll. They do have the, the best team on by the numbers. It'll be interesting to see what happens, though. And, of course, ever since the Giants lost in a really tough one-run loss in there, um, I'm definitely cheering for the Braves. And it looks like the Astros are are in good position to come out of the AL at this point because they've won two straight. So it looks like at the, the Vegas odds have it as a pretty clear Braves-Astros Championships, which I think would be about a coin flip. It's about the best okay. you could hope for.
0: I just want to beat those cheat Astros so bad. I, we were um, last year when Justin and Kara and I went to the National League championship one of the games we were in texas and we were we literally wanted so bad to see a braves astros world series because we keep talking about how we want our team to beat those cheating astros so bad and so i am i would be really excited to see that
1: well yeah you got to make sure you get past again this is a very good dodgers team and it's very capable of winning three straight games so once that happens and so we're excited for that hopefully next next week we're going to be talking about the braves in the world series also, we need to say that we have to tune our are a little bit. Uh, we were right. Iowa is not that good. Kentucky is not that good. Uh, we kind of said that. And of course, we said they should be ranked higher because of what they but did. That's but why
0: was- you play the game. When I was a little girl and just getting into football. I was like 12 years old. I kept getting so stressed out over football games. I would just like start sweating. My hands are sweating right now talking about it. But I would get so hot and so nervous. And my mom always said, honey, this is why we play the game. We have to see who the better that's team right. is. This is why I play the game. And sure, enough and who mark give us our happy news of the week You've oh, Cincinnati, to
1: number two. Yes. Yeah. We're very excited about that. And I actually saw that there was a thing that if Cincinnati played Alabama head to head, Alabama would be a 16 point favorite, even though Cincinnati's number two in the country. But it doesn't matter. Cincinnati's doing great. They deserve to be there. They've done nothing. Who knows that they can actually compete? I think they can, but we will see. Um, also, I want to say one more thing. You know, Jordan on our staffs a big Iowa fan.
0: Yes. Bless him.
1: I want to complain about what the rankings did to them. Okay. They were the number two team. They lost to a pretty bad team, right? Yes. They fell to 11. Alabama loses a bad team. They yeah. fall to six or five. It, yeah. And if Georgia loses a bad team, it's not fair. And, I, I and this agree. is This is Iowa getting shafted by the I committee. Agree. Yes, I don't think they're that good. They probably are about the 11th best team in the country. I don't disagree with that. But that there's an advantage to these big powerhouse schools where Ohio State loses, they barely drop. Alabama loses, they barely drop. I was lose. They dropped 10 spots. And guess what? Purdue is better than Texas A&M is. So it's BS. And I so I, I'm just, I'm annoyed. And, and I just shout out to, to Jordan. I feel for you. It's absurd that you're getting hosed this way. And you know what? I don't think that, you know, I was a worse team. I mean, I would, and also I would beat Penn state and Penn state's ahead of them.
0: I know that's, it, that's what, what i
1: don't understand. It's just trash. Oregon beat Ohio state.
0: Oregon's five spots behind them.
1: It's just, it's just the point of like, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. It, I'm frustrated. I don't know how one loss Alabama's ahead of undefeated Michigan. I don't understand that. I don't know how one loss Ohio state in front of undefeated Michigan. I don't understand it.
0: I know it doesn't make any sense at all, but, um, I, I wish that the rankings were different, but I will say this week, and I'm going to get We might get some hate mail for this, but it's Alabama, Tennessee. Um, I always quote that video on YouTube of the guy <laughs> on the quad talking about how they low down, they dirty, they some snitches. And, um, I have two cigars, uh, you know, the tradition, I don't know if you know about this, Mark, but the tradition after the Alabama-Tennessee game, third weekend in October, is everybody smokes a cigar, win or lose. You smoke a cigar, the whole stadium is filled with smoke. I, my mom hates it, but I always smoke my cigar. Um, <laughs> And so I've got my cigar. I've got another cigar. If anyone wants to smoke a cigar with me this weekend, I might I might head over to Justin's house. I bet he'll smoke a cigar with me after the game. But um, this is why we love sports. This is why we love watching the games. We might disagree with the rankings, but it's still fun to watch. And we are just... Big, big sports fans in this house. Um, and, and I
1: was say Alabama won me I, – I put I, – I'm like, Alabama is going to blow Mississippi State out of the water. Mississippi State is a bad football team. And they won by like – I took a minus 17. And they won by like 40. So, thank you, Alabama, for winning me some money. Again, that's more a belief in how bad Mississippi State is than Alabama. But still – but but what's interesting is we, we should talk – we'll talk about this when it happens. But this Alabama at Auburn game, the last game of the season, is starting to look a little bit interesting. I
0: know. I'm nervous
1: Auburn got a big win and kind of like beat beat Arkansas pretty badly on the road. I know um, so nervous. it could be pretty, it could be an exciting game. I remember, Alabama doesn't play anybody of note until then and say what you want. Tennessee's fine. They are going to get manhandled. Bye. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I will say this past weekend, the Alabama game, I was throwing my sister's bachelorette party and we had the bachelor party guys over and The whole crew went to Alabama. I mean, you've got Alabama fraternity boys, Alabama sorority girls, they turned off the Alabama game to turn on the Braves game because that's how boring the Alabama game was toward the end. They turned on the Braves game to see that sweet Freddie Freeman walk off so um, that's how boring that last game
1: was. one more game if you're a Tennessee fan going to Alabama maybe don't throw stuff on the field this time just just a cool thing maybe if you don't throw stuff at people that might be a yeah cool that one. was
0: pretty tacky <laughs> it's pretty. Um,
1: I think Lane, Lane Kiffin is like one of my new favorite people though I think he's hilarious I know you hate him but I think he's I so him. funny I think he's so self-aware of the, the view of him I'm, I'm into him now I think he's funny
0: I think he's funny too but I'm more laughing at him and not with him I think you might be laughing with him
1: Oh yeah. No, he reminds me of Cole of, of 98 fiance where he's so awful in a lot of ways. In and then <laughs> like he's, he's, he's very self-aware of how much people don't like him. So, okay, moving on. What's our last topic.
0: All right. Last topic. Let's talk about Halloween candy. Next week is <laughs> Halloween. I will be dressing up as Santa yet again. I love being Santa for Halloween. It's one of my favorite things ever. Um, and I love Halloween candy and I think let's, Let's give our rankings of our top three. When you were a kid and you would finish trick-or-treating, we always sat down on the curb and took our glow sticks. We had glow stick bracelets on so our parents could find us. And we would stick our hand in our little Halloween buckets and shine our glow sticks around and see what candy was in there. What were your favorite candies to see in there? One, two, and three.
1: Well, so the number one thing is anytime you got a full candy bar, that was incredible. Even if you didn't like it that much, a full candy bar was was incredible. awesome when
0: you yeah. got that.
1: Yes. So my number one, and, and I don't know, this is kind of an interesting one, but I really like Butterfinger. And I like when I put Butterfinger in the uh, in the fridge, though.
0: Yes, it's so good cold.
1: Okay, so you agree with that?
0: I totally agree with that.
1: So that was my number one. My number two is, and I'm trying to think about the ones that were more common. I, I always liked when I got Skittles. Skittles was always a really good one when you got Skittles
0: that. was a really good getting the little red bags of Skittles. That was always a really good one.
1: I'm gonna do a really, really weird one at number three. I'm gonna tie it. But remember those popcorn balls?
0: Yes.
1: If you got those, especially when they, they were so good and they weren't, they were rare. It was kind of more of a fall thing, but sometimes you got those, and I'm like, they are so good. I mean, I feel like it's probably a thousand calories of like one little ball of caramel and sugar, but I, that, and then baby Ruth is also an underrated one to get.
0: Baby Ruth is underrated. So my favorites were when you got like the big Reese's that were like in the little papers that you unfold.
1: That was so close. Okay. That was like number four. I I was, that was right on the thing. Cause again, that's, you also agree. That's great refrigerated.
0: It's so good. That was my number one. I loved when houses gave out the packs of sweet tarts. You know, it was like three sweet yeah. tarts and the little like thing, you rip it off and see what colors you got. I loved sweet tarts and I loved Pixie sticks. Remember, oh, Pixie that's sticks? A good it was one. literally just straight up flavored sugar in a paper straw. So do you remember bottle caps? Oh, bottle caps. Those are, are so good. Are incredible. I love, yeah. but I love sweet tarts, Reese's and Pixie sticks. When we got those, remember the houses though, that gave out like Bitto honey. Do you remember those? Those were terrible. I always threw those away.
1: Are those like the, the, the sticks with honey in them?
0: No, no. They're like, I like those like, honey flavored taffy. They were popular when my mom was a kid. And so my mm. mom would eat all of those. Oh yeah. Oh, I,
1: love, oh, yeah, yeah. I love those. They have, like the bee on them or something. Oh yeah. I love those. Those are so good.
0: Oh my mom, I always gave all those to my mom. She loved those.
1: Well, your mom's a classy lady because those are delicious. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy about that. Okay, so wait, real quick. What, what is the worst Halloween candy? You honey.
0: I hated, cool. I hated those.
1: Because that is a big, oh, right? With like the B on it or something? Yes, I hated those. Yeah, them. they're so good. Oh, good for her. That's, they are very, yeah. good. you're wrong. Um, I never liked when I got Tootsie Roll. Like, who? this is stupid.
0: I Tootsie love Tootsie Rolls and the flavor Tootsie Rolls, the lime flavored Tootsie Rolls. I can no, come no,
1: out. I'm into. The, I like the strawberry Tootsie Rolls. I'm I'm more into the flavor ones than the normal ones, though.
0: Okay, well, I love all Tootsie Rolls. I think they're so good and, and suckers. When you got Dum Dums, I loved getting suckers. I would put yeah. two Dum Dums in my mouth at the same time. It would be like a little flavor mix.
1: Weird. I think that that candy describes you pretty well. Um, the only thing <laughs> I would say that. M&M's, I never liked the normal M&M's either. The peanut ones were great. When you get peanut M&M's, you want. You normal know how I feel so about cool.
0: peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's are straight. fire.
1: Do you agree that like normal M&M's are just like.
0: Yeah, I didn't like those. But, but some houses in Aniston, some houses would give you. You remember the, the mini M&M's that would come in those plastic tubes? You could pop the top off and pour them all in your yeah, mouth. Yeah. Some houses would give those. And that was litty.
1: Those are just small M&Ms, though, and that's still bad.
0: Yeah, but it's you just still You pour it in your
1: mouth at once. Pop that's the top
0: off and dump the whole thing in your mouth.
1: So you just like the way that you poured it in your throat. That's pretty much all you liked about yeah.
0: it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, oh, fine. I'm- <laughs>
1: The ease of getting more m in your mouth is not what I'm looking for, but okay, that, okay. that's good. That's- oh, whatever.
0: <laughs> I used to love that. I just remember, I remember one year, and speaking of seeing Halloween kills last night, I'm just now remembering this. This might be a trauma memory that I should talk about with my therapist, but I remember one year I was sitting on the curb and somehow I got left by my parents, by our friends, by everyone. I was alone sitting on the curb and I was looking through my Halloween bucket and I looked up and there was some adult dressed like Michael Myers standing over me. And I thought it was a joke. I remember this so vividly. I thought someone was messing with me. I kicked him in the shin and went back to looking at my bucket. And all of a sudden, my dad comes running up and he was like, do you know that man? And I was like, yeah, that's Dr. Nelson. Like I thought it was our friend's dad playing a joke on me. And he was like, We don't know that man. Me, precocious little, don't take no crap, four-year-old kicks a random Michael Myers in the shin.
1: Really, anybody because their costume is not great. That's not great etiquette. When you don't know them, it's even worse.
0: (laughs) I thought it was trying. I thought it was someone trying to scare me. I said, "Go away!" and I kicked him in the shin, and he just went away. Someone was trying to scare me. Anyway, I should probably.
1: Maturity level since then is very similar. I think you kick somebody now for doing that, so.
0: Yeah, I totally would. (laughs) I don't like being scared. But like (laughs) the fact that I just looked at this random stranger wearing a mask and thought it was someone playing a joke on me and I kicked them in the shin and they walked away and then my dad like panicked because he thought I was going to get kidnapped. That's my basic Halloween mood.
1: That is good. I'm not sure that I got to be honest. I don't blame you as much like if you're an adult. Don't dress up and definitely don't dress up as Michael Myers. If you're like and taking your kid out and you're dressed up as like a, a rug rat, fine. Don't dress up as Michael Myers. Who wants that? <laughs>
0: and don't find a random four-year-old sitting on the curb looking through a candy bucket and trying to scare her. Like what kind of piece of trash adult thinks that that's a good idea? Oh, I thought
1: he was just, I thought he was just standing there. So no, he, he actually tried he to scare me. He was standing
0: him. over me looking down at me. And I looked up and he was looking at me. And I thought it was like one of my de- one of my parents' friends like trying to play a joke oh. on me.
1: Okay. Well, I went from siding with him to siding with you. I actually think that you did the right thing.
0: Yes. He was like looking yeah. at me, like trying to scare me. It was not okay. That's why my dad panicked and was like, do you know this man? I was like, I don't know who that was. Good, good for you.
1: I agree hundred percent. Good job kicking him.
0: Yeah. I'm going to stand up for myself. Ain't nobody messing with Taylor. Um, so happy Halloween, everyone. We'll do another Halloween episode next week. And I'm going to get Mark to bring out some of his If you have pictures of former Halloween costumes, epic ones that we will be sure to to show next week and talk about Halloween costumes. But remember, vote for Pork of the Year and stay safe out there. (laughs) We'll talk to y'all later.